0: Hello, everybody. Denise here. Um, Before we get started, I just wanted to throw a trigger warning out there. We do discuss uh, suicide in this episode. so Just a heads up if that is a sensitive topic for you.
1: Monday it is the first Monday after spin for a cause and it almost feels unreal that it actually came and happened because we were preparing for it for so long it feels like and then it so happened long. and now it's gone yeah
0: yeah welcome everybody <laughs> to, the, to the spin for a cause episode because we just felt like we needed to give you guys a rundown and a recap because we, yeah, we talked about this for so long and I'm so glad we did Mm -hmm. because it turned out amazing. And yeah.
1: Yes. So our final, final, final amount of donations raised was $2,100, which is pretty, mind-blowing, especially because our minimum goal was 500. Yeah. But we really, really like fingers crossed. We were like, I know we, like, we just really want to try to raise 750. And then we surpassed that and we're like, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep going. Why not 2000? And then the day of we ended up hitting $2,100, which like I said, just feels surreal and so good at the same time. Like that is not a small amount of money and the amount of things and resources that can be done with just that amount, not even, not even taking into consideration all of the other donations raised from all of the other teams. There was like 200 plus riders. Yeah. We were
0: one of 75 bikes that were raising funds.
1: Right. And I, I will maybe have to check and put in the show notes. It has not been released what the total amount raised from the total event um, is yet. But if we find out from the time this is done recording and the time we post it, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. I do know that the day before we were the top Raising
0: team, which I was very proud of us and our listeners and everything for. Um, I don't think we held that, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? At one point, you know, we were the top team. And I just the amount of people that we had reach out to us, the amount of people that we had donate the amount of people that we had sharing our posts and talking about it and asking us about it I mean just I'm so grateful for you guys our listeners I'm so grateful for you all what an amazing accomplishment
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that we all did together
1: yeah I was I was just thinking like it was super cool to see the podcast, like our podcast community come together um, between our family and our friends and our listeners in fundraising that dollar amount, but then to also see the community of Fairbanks and not just like the writers or the people who go to FNH. I mean, it was the city of Fairbanks. We were surrounded yeah. by the city of Fairbanks, who were cheering us on and just watching us. And it was really special. It was super cool. I mean, I, you guys have seen the reels. I was so extra. I was, it was so much fun. I mean, there's not a single person there who like had a poopy time. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Did you cry? I, I think I did. I strategically though, tried not to look anybody in the eye when everybody was crying. Cause that's my thing. If I see somebody else crying and it's immediate. And so with, uh, so much scenery being outdoors. I think I just looked anywhere else other than people's eyeballs yeah. and I ended up being uh, okay. I mean, there was definitely some tears, but thankfully there was no sobbing, which I think you did. You did. Oh, I, I did.
0: Yeah. I lost it, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is funny. Cause I mean, we are both emotional. We're both criers, but yeah, I feel like you're just a smidge ahead of me. <laughs> right, really, on yes. The, on the crying scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I lost it. There was that moment where we they told us basically to, you know, take the person's hand on our left and take the person's mm-hmm. hand on our right and join hands and then raise them up. And we're all and it may be because I was in the back. Yeah. I was in the back and I was seeing, you all know, I was that. all, yeah, I was seeing every single person, all 75 riders, you know, and more on the stage around, you know, around the bikes, seeing everybody join hands and raise their hands up and, you know, talking about grieving and, you know, this is why we're doing this. And, um, you're not alone. We are here for you, no matter what you're going through. And her, you know, Tina being up there and saying like, like, we've we've all lost someone to suicide and then and then losing it, you know, having to like stop and pause for a minute to like gather herself because she started crying. Yeah. The person on my left was crying. I just it was it, so emotional. It was.
1: And, and it was it so was. impactful and powerful like yeah. in that moment. Totally. I think that moment for me really opened my eyes to how many of us are impacted. Yeah. By this. Yeah. Specifically. That's that's what got me.
0: That's yeah. what got me. Was yeah. like,
1: Wow. Thank God we're doing this right. Like, thank God we are shining light on this because I don't know that I realized that every person here has been affected by suicide in some sort of way. Yeah. Whether that's directly or whether that's knowing somebody else. Right. And feeling for them. It was yeah, it was emotional and powerful to really, yeah. A good way to explain it.
0: Yeah. I want to, um, I have to give a shout out to my uncle, my aunt and uncle, Dan and bear. They, um, they, they got there, I think about halfway through maybe towards like the last, like 20 or 30 minutes of our ride. And they were behind me. Mm-hmm. Again, I was in the back. So initially I was happy about that. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, basically that's front row for anyone watching. So that so, yeah. made me self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were back there. Um, he's my uncle the next day. I mean, he talked about it like at the event, like when we were done, he was like, that was so amazing. It was so great to see you up there, like working yeah. it and, you know, and for such a good cause. And then I'll, I'll read you the text he sent me.
1: He did. Did he tell you that Um, I sat with them for George Michael's reborn? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of gave me a little spiel of that too. It was just like, that. that was really cool. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. He, so he sent me two pictures of myself from the back. Yeah. um and said i was so proud to see you up there working your ass off looked like an army of empowered women truly uplifting smiley face <laughs> oh, um so he just him and dana both were like you know this was so cool like we're just we're so proud of you for like doing this and and being involved in like you know mental health awareness suicide awareness uh suicide prevention they're just they were really like showing their support and of course that gets me all like you know yeah. emotional too but um yeah just hearing it from everybody it's just like again I mean I know we've said this a million times but like this is why we do this podcast right like this is why we are involved in spreading mental health awareness and having people on and sharing their stories about mental health and our own struggles with mental health um, is purely to put, to shed a light on, on what we're doing. And we've, we've said forever, you know, our, our tagline or one of our taglines has always been like, you are not alone. We are here. We want, we don't want anyone to feel like they're alone or they're what they're struggling with is, is unique to them um, it is in a certain way, but also there are plenty of people that are, are here to support them. And, um, it was just, it went hand in hand. It's been for a cause that's, Mm -hmm. that's what they were. That's what we were there supporting.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was so awesome. And how did we even come across where, where did the idea spark of like what if we did interviews downtown while we were there? I don't even remember how that came about.
0: Um, that is a great question.
1: Well, I don't remember. <laughs> it popped up between one of us. And then Denise doing Denise things, researched and found some options, some mic options, ordered us a few to see which would be the best. <laughs> and yeah, it was amazing. We had this tiny little clip on mic. That just plugged into our phones and we gathered people while we weren't spinning, obviously, and just asked, Hey, we have a podcast on mental health. Can we ask you a few questions? Do you want to be interviewed for our podcast? It'll take two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool to hear what people had to say on why they were at the event and whether or not they had any connection to the cause suicide prevention. And then we just asked people what they do to protect their mental health. And it was really fun to listen to everybody's individual answers and to also see how they differed, but also to hear how they were more similar in a lot of aspects.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like a, a lot of people that we interviewed or that we, you know, I, it's hard to even call it an interview, right? Cause they're so yeah. quick, but that we talked to, um, were hesitant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but almost immediately after we started asking questions, like got really comfortable and we're like, Oh yeah, like this is, yeah, let's yeah. talk about this. And, um, I'm I love that mic. We are absolutely gonna do more on the spot outdoor interviews at oh some point. Yeah. Like okay. our next meetup or something. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know if we're just gonna go downtown and ask random people, <laughs> random questions. I don't know, but we're using that cute little tiny mic again for yeah. sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, should we just go ahead and get into our little interviews?
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll, um, put the interviews in here just a heads up. Obviously this was at an outdoor event where they were blasting Mm -hmm. music. I mean, I'm so surprised by the quality we got, but just so you know, it's not as good of a quality as what you're used to hearing because it was recorded
1: in at a street festival essentially. Um, but, but I hope it, I hope it gives a good, um, indication of like the energy that was down there oh
0: yeah you can hear a little bit of the music in the background and stuff yeah it's 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 great um and i've cleaned them at this point i've cleaned them up you know as much as i can um but they're still yeah you guys are gonna feel like you're there (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: okay can you just interview interview yourself oh my god can you introduce yourself and just let us know what brought you
2: to the event today yeah, and my name is Alyssa Hellickson and I just came here to support Denali State Bank and to uh, support suicide awareness.
1: Yeah, do you have any personal connection to the cause uh suicide awareness or suicide prevention?
2: I have been so fortunate in life and I haven't actually ever known someone who's taken their life, but I do know people who have relatives and or family
1: members who have taken their lives yeah Yeah, it's cool it's cool that we can all come together as a community and support such a such a thing that needs light shed on it right okay question so that our listeners can kind of get (laughs) what's something that you do
2: consistently for your own mental health oh i work out consistently i i if I don't work out, my mental state is not good, I get anxiety, I get frustrated, and working out really is a good release for me. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much for taking time to
2: chat
0: with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, cool, thank you. Okay, we are at Spin for a Cause, and we have Brooke here with us. She was on mental maintenance. I can't remember what episode, but she was on there. Brooke, what brings you to the event today? I was asked by Jordan and Denise to ride for Mental Mental Maintenance Podcast. We are riding today at meant for a Cause for suicide prevention and awareness. And I couldn't think of a better way to spend a Saturday. Do you have any connection to the cause at all? Um,
1: just from the podcast, um, hearing a guest story. Um, I don't have any personal experiences myself, but I feel for people who have lost
0: family and friends to suicide, and just want to do whatever possible to help prevent it. And what do you do for your mental health? I run, um, <laughs> when I have a really bad day,
1: I find clarity out on the trails.
0: Awesome, thank you so much.
1: Drop it like You're good.
0: Okay, ready Brittany? I'm ready. Okay,
2: if you can introduce yourself
1: and just let us know what brought you to the event.
2: Um, my name is Brittany Davis Spray. I came to this event because I spend like three times a week at FNH. Um, it has brought me out of a really dark place in my past and I love it. And the cause for today is why I'm here for, for, for suicide awareness. Do you have any
1: personal connection to
2: suicide right. awareness? Um, no, not personally, but um, I do I do um, suffer from depression myself. So um, I think it's very important that um, people know that you're not alone. You have people that you can talk to.
1: Absolutely. So tell us, what do you do to
2: keep your mental health at its peak? Um, I work out. Um, I hang out with my friends. I make sure that I have a good circle around me. My family is everything to me. Um, My kids, uh, I um, go to therapy as well. That's a big part of that. So um, it's, it's nothing to be shameful of. I think a lot of people think that it's it's something to hide right. it's not no it's everybody needs a little therapy in their
1: life <laughs> everybody yes <laughs> emphasis on everybody <laughs> yeah. well thank you so much for sharing Brittany. <laughs> thank you
3: okay we have juby
0: torres here with us what brought you
1: to this event how come you came to the festival today juby mm-hmm.
0: Is grandma and mom riding and Auntie Brooke? Yeah. yeah. Are they riding bikes? Yeah. Are you going to ride a bike? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you happy to be here?
4: <laughs> All right,
0: cool.
1: Thank you. What do, wait, oh. what do you do, Juby, every day that makes you happy? What's something that you do that keeps you happy? Uh, singing. Singing?
0: That's a good one.
1: Is would that you, all? Would you like to say anything else to our listeners? Uh, no. okay. okay, bye. <laughs> okay, can you introduce your, <laughs> can you introduce yourself and tell us what brought you to the event? Yes. Do you want my first and
3: last name? <laughs> oh <Okay. laughs> yeah. My name's Jordan Melendez. And I came because, well, it's like the one fun event that happens all summer in Fairbanks, but also spin for a cause, of course. I got offered a bike to ride,
1: which I was ecstatic about. So I'm here to ride. Do you have any connection to suicide prevention at all, the cause that we're spinning yeah, for?
4: Step
3: into this space um, literally- I mean, I don't have like... I guess a personal connection. Like I struggle with mental health, so it's definitely like near and dear to my heart. Lost people to suicide, so I'm very happy to support it. Absolutely.
1: What do you do if we can share with our listeners, what do you do to keep your mental health at its peak, at its best? Ugh, it's a hard one.
3: (laughs) That's a loaded question. A lot of things, but I would say like mainly I have to get outside every single day like fresh air therapy big for me i go to therapy also i was going weekly now sometimes it's a little hit and miss cuz i just had a baby so i don't get
0: yeah so i don't
3: get to go as often right now in this peak of life but therapy for sure and then i'm like really big on essential oils so i use essential oils just to support like my overall mood and get me through the day Awesome. Well, thank
0: you so much for being here and for sharing. Of course. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Hi, introduce yourself and let us know what brought you to the event. Hi, I'm Missy Lazat, and I'm, I'm part of team mental maintenance at the event.
3: We're raising money for um, uh, suicide um, knowledge and um, awareness, yeah, and uh, prevention. And,
0: and it's just a great community event. And what do you, what is something that you do for your mental health on a regular basis? I spin a lot. Um, I go, I have boxing classes. I try to stay really as physically
3: active as I can, honestly. And a little therapy on the side doesn't help, doesn't hurt.
0: Thank you so much for being here and riding with us today. Thanks.
1: All right, so if you can just introduce yourself and then let us know what brought you to the event today.
0: Uh, I'm Raina and I've been riding with EvanH since 2017 um, mental health is just really important to me um, personally and then in my family and so this is
1: just that's why I'm here <laughs> yeah it seems like it like makes sense right like yeah. you just it makes sense that you're here yeah um, what's something that you do or you can let our listeners in on what do you do consistently to help your own mental health
2: so I journal um, It's the gratitude
0: journaling is super helpful, um, but also like being active. So FNH, I tell people all the time that FNH saved my life. Um, So just that journaling and being active. Is
1: there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners?
0: I don't (laughs) Well, thank you for letting us interview you. (laughs) You Hi, can you introduce
4: yourself and tell us what brought you here? Yes, my name is Caitlin Davis and I've been going to culture-eyed classes at FNH Fitness for a while. And This is my first year doing Spin for a Cause and I really connected to um, the overall purpose this year with writing for mental health, especially related to suicide, prevention and awareness. Um, there's a lot of history of Suicide in my family, um, and so it's something that's very close to home, and I think it's something that really needs to be talked about more.
0: Well, that's I mean, you're the first person so far that said they had a connection to the cause, and that's really cool. I'm sure it feels really good to be out here writing for that. Absolutely, I'm really excited about it. Um, can you tell us what's something that you do to protect your own
4: mental health? Yeah. So I mean, this is a perfect example is getting out and moving my body. A lot of times it takes like the physical movement to bring some like internal and mental like peace and rest. So like exercise is a big one. And then like mindfulness, journaling, reading, just things that like really allow me to take a step back and slow
0: down. Yeah. Um, Anything else that you would like to tell our listeners related to mental health at all? Just make sure you're you're taking that time
4: to tune in. Like you're you're the most important thing in your life, right? So when you're not prioritizing yourself, like t- take a step back and be like, why? Why am I? Like a lot of times when we're so busy, the first thing that we deprioritize is ourselves, and that's really not how it should be. We need to fill ourselves up before we can take care of anyone else. Right.
0: Thank you so much. All valid points. Definitely really said. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Now that you guys have listened to the interviews that we got on the street, we did not have a chance to interview each other while we were there. Mm. So why
1: don't we ask each other the three questions that we were asking everybody else? Okay. I'll go first. Okay. So Denise, I already know you, so you don't need to introduce yourself, but what brought you to spin for a cause this year?
0: Mental maintenance
1: podcast brought me to Spain God.
0: (laughs) If I'm being honest, right? That's what started it. Yeah. However, once we signed up almost immediately after you asked me about it, it became clear to both of us without even saying it to each other that we were going to be going for Christian. We were going to be doing this because we interviewed Molly Hoskins on episode 19 and her story has, you know, shook both of us to our core and resonated with us and brought so many emotions. So I guess in the long run, it started off, you know, being like a cool thing that we could do for the podcast. Uh, But it turned into being there and showing up and writing for in honor of Christian. And so I would say that's really what brought me.
1: Yeah. I remember being so emotional and like nervous to ask Molly because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't want to just like announce that that's what we're doing. Right. Like I want right. to make sure that that's like, okay with her. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I was like crying, like typing out this message of like, oh my God, I like, am I saying it? Okay. Am I asking it right? Like, you know, this is, this is big. It's a big thing. Yeah. Um, so it was, we thank Molly for allowing us to do that because. It was great.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and what was, what brought you for out to spin for a cause?
1: Um, so I was a bystander last year and it was amazing to watch. And at that point I hadn't, um, been cycling or going to the gym. It wasn't until like August. So a few months later that I had started going to FNH. Um, but when it came up, I mean, it it was some it's something that they've been doing annually. I think Tina had said for six years now. Whoa. And so it was to me, it was like very obvious that that was something that I would participate in at this point. Um, then we had decided, like you had said, we should we should do it for the podcast and then they announced the beneficiaries or, you know, the cause of what we were going to ride for. And yeah, I mean, my answer is very similar to yours. It was very, it seemed very clear that that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to do it together and we could shed light, you know, like we could use this tool, this resource that we've built to, to, to bring it even further than just on Saturday, um, which was, which was, yeah, amazing. So our next question was, do you have a personal connection to the cause, which this year was suicide prevention, suicide awareness? And my answer to that would be yes.
0: Uh, obviously with Molly and Christian, that's a known, The other connection I have is my brother-in-law's wife. So my sister-in-law committed suicide and also my one of my other brother-in-law attempted suicide at a very young age. So I have definitely had close encounters with suicide And I've seen how hard, you know, how hard it is for everybody in that situation, any, anyone around, you know, I mean, obviously the person that, that felt so terribly that they felt that was their only way out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also seen how hard it is to understand from loved ones of those of those family members um, uniquely I my brother-in-law like I said you know I won't put too much of his stuff out there but obviously he survived he's doing amazing now and I've heard his story I've heard he's a he's a missionary he's a pastor so he I've heard his him testify and basically walk through that that experience and, and what brought him to that. And I can't imagine those feelings. And I'm, I'm thankful. Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful and grateful that I have not, you know, been in a situation where I felt like that was my only option. Um, but I, I just, I feel so strongly for the people that have been affected by suicidal thoughts or you know family and loved ones uh who've been in that situation
1: mhm yeah i think that's a a good point of just how hard it is for everybody everybody involved to truly like understand it's a lot
0: yeah it's it is tough it's I will say, you know, when I was younger, I remember being very angry at my sister-in-law who, Mm -hmm. uh, who committed suicide. I mean, I'm just being honest here. I hate, you know, I've, I've grown since then, but just thinking that it was so selfish and, and, you know, just those typical like reactions to, that when you're not really thinking about it from the other person's perspective um and it's 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 rough it's it's really it's i i yeah once once i grew and learned and educated myself and talked to people and and learn more you know i i understand i mean I think it's normal and natural to still have like those types of feelings towards, you know, people who have committed suicide because you feel abandoned, you know, Mm -hmm. or you see other people that feel abandoned and, uh, it's, it's a lot, but I would, I will say now, you know, 10 years later, it's been over 10 years now. I, I understand so much more and I have so much more compassion for her in that situation and and feel so much more for her, and I can't like I said, i just I can't yeah. imagine feeling that way, and yeah, yeah,
1: I think with you know the amount of funds that we raised and just even like shining a light on the beneficiaries that we raised money for on Saturday, the Cohen clinic, which um Directly works with like military and and veterans because that's really big, right? That's like mm-hmm. a um that's huge in itself. And then Caroline and um, Alaska chapter. Like, I think it's so amazing that we have resources available and so many, right? Like, it's not even just those three. Obviously, there's a lot more um, resources that can be utilized, but how do you know that those are available if you don't know, right? Like, right. how do you know that those are available? If that's not a common thing that we're sharing and we're talking about. Um, I like 2016, 2017 was really depressed and, um, I never, it never crossed my mind that I was suicidal until somebody blamely asked me that question of, you know, do you want to kill yourself? And I paused, it was my counselor and I paused and I said, no. And she was like, why did you hesitate? (laughs) And it was like, in that moment that I was like, I've never like, so you can be so far in it that you don't even realize that you're that far in it. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to like how hard it is for everybody around. Cause I know that I know that the people closest to me absolutely knew that I was having a really hard time, but how do you like, it it wasn't until somebody asked me that question that I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is scary. This is scary. Cause although I've never, I've never had the thought of, um, a plan or putting anything together, but every single night for a while, I would think, can I just please not wake up tomorrow? Like if I could just go to sleep and not have to wake up for a while. And that was like my way, my brain like justified it that way. It was like, I don't want to, I don't want to like be gone forever, but just for a while. And it was like, that's, that's the beginning, right? Like that's, Um, that's the, the beginning and it can only, you know, it can go one direction or the other from there. So, you know, thankful that, um, I was introduced to therapy and counseling so early on. And so when I started to feel those things, I, I knew, okay, I need to find outside help, which I did. Um, but, but just to, just to be able to to talk about all the different resources you know you can call the caroline um 247 and they have um i think licensed people that will talk you know that will talk you and and you don't have to be suicidal to call right like right. i've been on that end too where i've had I've been texting a good friend who has told me I have X, Y, Z, and this is what I'm going to do. And me being on the other end, calling um, a suicide prevention hotline saying like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, how do I help him? What do I say? Because I don't want to say something that's, I don't want to say the wrong thing. It's such a sensitive subject. Um, And so, you know, there, there are, There are so many resources available, like different hotlines and, um, just, yeah, different businesses that, that do that. They, they help us all, um, whether we are in it or whether we know somebody and, you know, we want to figure out the best way to help them. So, um, again, it's just so surreal that, um, we did what we, what we did on Saturday through, through spin for a cause.
0: And that's a great that's a great point because I I'm sure I knew that but it's a, I think it's a good thing to bring up and remind people that it's, it doesn't have to be you that yeah. is suicidal if because how how could anyone know what to say in those situations you know mm-hmm. what better thing to do than call a team of people who are experts and who can have a better idea of what to do in that situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Denise, what do you do to protect your mental health?
0: I, (laughs) I do a lot of things. I feel, um, I got, it's almost like I got to keep myself. I got to keep myself limber. (laughs) Like I got to keep my brain guessing. Right. Um, Like, (laughs) um, I do this podcast, Mm -hmm. honestly, that's a huge, huge deal for me um i go to counseling once a month and i have forever i started going like once a week when i first started going and then now i'm once a month and i think i will always go once a month um yeah. that's that's worked out very well for me and i
1: mental maintenance <laughs> yes it is my it
0: is my mental maintenance which is literally in therapy is where i came up with the idea for the name of the podcast, mental maintenance. (laughs) Um, so I do that. I try to stay creative and have stuff to do on the side as well. I have to keep my brain in a creative space, uh, at least part of the time. Um, so right now that's candle making. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, it's been later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's been other things, um, along the, along the way, but right now that's what it is. Uh, and spending alone time with Steven is another big one for me. I think, um, keeping that a priority, um, as well. And that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's a handful off the top of, yeah. <laughs> of things that I do, but it's good for, that's good enough for now. <laughs> mm-hmm. What um, do you do for your mental health?
1: I'd say mine are pretty similar. Um, exercise is really large for me and that can look different depending on the season but I do feel the best when I am consistently exercising and consistently can always, again, can look different. Sometimes that's twice a week. And sometimes that's like five days a week. It just, it truly depends on like where I'm at, but I I do genuinely love how that makes me feel. Um, therapy as well, although I don't go as often that has been a a literal lifesaver. Um, creativeness too through the podcast, through Zaya, through what I do at with my Zaya business is so fun. And just like, so it allows me to be so creative, whether that's through reels. I find so much joy in reels. It's so dumb. Um, I get it. Just, it's fun too. You like, got me on it. Yeah. Like just like learning new things and like Becoming good at them that that is good for my mental health I think and that changes again um, or has changed throughout my life and yeah uh, the other day just Sunday actually just Sunday Father's Day Juby ended up uh, going home with my dad after the festival and staying the night at my parents' house and then Alonzo was working a side job all day Sunday um, until like dinner time so it was just Spencer and I. And then she like went down for a nap and it was like, what is this? Like, (laughs) it's so quiet. I am all alone. Like it felt like I was all alone. And I, um, I don't, you know, as parents, we don't get that very often. (laughs) Um, and it was really nice. Or just the other day, I just, Juby asked like, why are you talking to dad so much? And it was like, because I don't, I don't get to talk to dad that much, you know, like, and I tried to explain it to her. It's like, when we wake up, dad's like on his way out the door for work. And then it's you, me and Mooney all day long until dad gets home. And then sometimes I leave for, for work for a few hours. And then we get home and we put you guys to bed and we're tired and we go to bed. Like there's not a lot of room for just, us sometimes so yeah making making time for um Alonzo and I is really really big for mental health too yeah I know I when I really think about Stephen
0: and I will bring up you know the time before kids yeah and we're always just like what did we do like how did we fill time (laughs) for real I'm so confused like what what the heck did we do before kids? And, and I remember that during that time before kids feeling like stressed out or feeling overwhelmed or something like that, I'm just like,
1: I mean, I get it. I'm not
0: judging or saying that that wasn't valid because it was, but at the same time, my
1: capacity for stress. Yeah. You (laughs) You just somehow get better at like multitasking the stress. Like managing multiple people's stress is just, you just get good at that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And less good at other things. Like Mm, I'm not as good of a gift giver as I once was because (laughs) I'm last minute now. And I used to spend so much time and be so prepared. And now one yeah, I just have so much more stuff going on in my head that it's hard to remember that kind of stuff all the time. But also, there's so many more birthdays now to remember. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: True that. True that. Um, and the last question we asked our listeners was, or our, I guess some of them were listeners. The last question we asked in our short little interviews was if there was anything else that they wanted to share with our listeners. And I don't know about you, but one of the One, one thing that I can think of is just, um, definitely taking time in this episode to thank Tina for creating culture ride for creating a space for whoever, uh, to come and just be themselves and, spin for a cause the spin for a cause crew. Um, cause I know that that is separate, but everybody who volunteered, volunteered their time to help set up, right. There were 75 bikes that had to be moved downtown. I know that Tina and Megan, um, drove to Anchorage to grab some of the bikes from Anchorage to drive them up all within like this one week, right? Like so much work went into everything and it was definitely did not go unseen. I mean, everything seemed to, flow together almost seamlessly and things like that cannot happen unless a lot of hands are involved. So a huge, huge thanks to everybody, um, who put forth effort to make spin for a cause what it was. And like I said, uh, a big thank you to Tina for, um, and Alicia at FNH who yeah, created this, created the space for us to even do something so big. And, um, in, in class, one of the I ams that we say all the time is, uh, I am the change and it feels very relevant in this event. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would second that and, and just say that it was, it was great. I'm so happy that we were able to be a part of it and, there was a moment where it started to rain a little bit when mm-hmm. we were spinning and Tina said something along the lines of, I I put my book on the, <laughs> on the electronic stuff to like, in hopes that it wouldn't short out. But if it does, I'm just going to have someone pull up their car and blast their music. Like we're going to keep going. Yeah. And that is something that I can admire of like, it we're here for a reason we're here for this for this cause we're here to do this we're here to finish it and we will finish it no matter what comes our way no matter what obstacles stand in our way this is what we're doing and it's so important to us that we don't care how it gets done it's getting done
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i think that that's something that not everybody has a lot of people would be real quick to, to be like, Ooh, you know what? I'm not trying to spend thousands of dollars to replace this electrical equipment. Let's uh, let's call it, you know? Mm-hmm. um, And you know what though, within like a, oh, what five minutes, the rain cleared up
1: and the sun came back out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Just um, and I would like to say that that is, you know, if you're going through it and you're in the dark, the light will come.
0: Yeah that's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say.
1: Well, I beat you to it, but for real, for real, for real, like you are not alone and there is, there is somebody there to listen and to help. Um, and that's, I feel like that's the wrap up of spin for a cause is just, you're not alone. Um, even in the darkest of times, you know, the, the light will always, always, always come through. Yeah. And if you need
0: someone to hold your hand, if you need someone to help guide you, if you need someone to just be by your side, I mean, that was a big, that was another big thing at spin for a cause, you know, I mean, there's at least 200 people there that were, you know, on the front lines, like ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would say that of myself, like I would gladly help anyone through anything that I could at any point in time, if it meant keeping them
1: here, here. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I this episode to end. I know.
0: <laughs> thank <laughs> you. I will say to you too. Thank you, Jordan, for bringing that to the table, because that was you, Saying, hey, I want to do this and bringing that up. And a per usual, me just being like, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> well, not per usual, because I feel like it goes back and forth. You're like, let's do this. I'm like, sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who shared our posts, who cheered us on. Um, we truly appreciate it. And we, Clearly, we have said it before, but we would not be here without you guys. Yeah,
0: super thankful. We can't wait to see what next year's spin for a cause brings.
1: I know this is definitely an
0: annual thing for
1: Mental Maintenance Podcast. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you can find us and connect with us on all walks of social media. Essentially, um. Uh, what? Just mental maintenance, just mental <laughs> maintenance podcast. Like just search that and you're good to go. But on Instagram, we are mental M podcast. Yes. No? Are we? Yeah. At mental M podcast on right. everything, on that's everything. It. All right. That's <laughs> it. And then our Gmail, if you want to email us is mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. You can find me personally, probably just somewhere through mental <laughs> maintenance, honestly, but... <laughs> If you're really going to search for me, it's at Torres, J A A Y M R S Torres, J misses. And you can find Denise at Denise Reno. Yeah. At Denise (laughs) Reno, short and sweet. Uh, I also just want to let you guys know
0: that in the show notes, we will link all three of the beneficiaries from spin for a cause. We will link, um, I don't know. The, the total amount uh-huh. that ended up being raised. Uh, and if there's any other information you guys need, we'll put it in there and yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, joining us for this episode, joining us for spin for a cause donating. You all are amazing. We love you so much and we couldn't do this without you.
1: See You in a few Mondays. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.